We're we're coming to you remotely. And thanks right. for joining us remotely. Yeah. All of you, everyone listening, thanks for joining us remotely. This week we have Ryan Tab. Um, I I feel like our history is really interesting, or at least how I guess so, yeah. Um, but the three of us have a mutual friend in common, and it's Matthew Pugh, and he's mm-hmm. been on the podcast. Matty P. Um, That's what I call him too. Yeah, yeah, Matty P. Um, yeah, he's a great guy, but. Um, through Matthew is how I got to know Ryan. Um, oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. The yeah. Proxy, it was like a spur of the moment. Yeah. Yeah. It was a spur of the moment trip um, that me and Matthew went up to Bellingham. Um, this is either 2016 or 2017. Um, yeah. It was like during the summer, I feel like, like spring, summer. And, um, yeah, we sh- we went up there. We saw a couple things. Got at a coffee shop, and then uh, went to Ryan's place. And Ryan and Matthew were like picked up. I mean, it was very apparent that they were really good friends. Um, and Ryan's one of the like my first impression of Ryan was like he's the most easygoing guy. Um, like very enth- like enthusiastic about almost everything. Um, <sighs> and a lover uh, so we just started to <laughs> yeah yeah and um so we just started to get to know each other like what are you, what's your background he had a bunch of photography and like art and like furniture you were repairing like a fur like a chair it was either like an eims okay. chair or something um do you remember yeah, it was an eims like i'm gonna yeah. sit I'm, I'm about to sit in this thing Something like that. It was a wireframe Eames, Eames. chase lounge. Yeah. Um, which I still have and haven't finished. <laughs> what's um, um chase lounge? What's a chase lounge? I should know this. It's it's one of those nice, um, real comfortable, uh, wide-bodied lounge chair. And it usually it, has like a little ottoman that you can in kick the front. your feet oh, up Those on. are my favorite. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I just have yeah. like a single person leather seat that has an ottoman in front of it. It's not really a chase lounge because it doesn't kick back at all, but that's oh. cool. Nice. Yeah. This happened um, in 2017. Now that we brought that in there. Cause it was 2017. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Um, so it's been, mm-hmm. so yeah. And then, and then we stumbled upon, um, like film, film stuff and then, uh, film photography and I mentioned, I was like, oh, yeah, I want to get into film photography. And Ryan, like, walks away and then comes back with a Canon AE-1 program and just hands it to me and is like, hey, this is yours now. And I was like, oh, I've, what? Okay. okay, I've heard this story. And so now I have a face to the to the story. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That was my first yeah. film camera, too, that someone gave me, actually, an AE-1. And I ended up giving it to a friend. And as soon as I handed it over to them, I was like... And then they were like, oh, cool, I'll start using it. So I was like, oh, <laughs> like, why did I let this go? I hadn't used it yet. And I was just like, part of my heart was like, maybe I wanted to keep that. Actually, like, this is so cool. I was like, yeah. <sighs> um, but I have an A1 so and an old one. five years yeah. later, I just got that feeling. Um, there's a neighbor of mine. He's real big into photography. I haven't shot a photo for like two years. Mm. 
Yeah. So I was thinking like, oh yeah, I used to have that camera. I gave it to a friend. And he was like, you're an idiot. Because they're, <laughs> they're classic. <laughs> because that is a, a really good camera. And it has those it's automatic, really great camera. it has the automatic features with the manual, like film stuff and the best of both worlds, I think. To come full circle, he insists that I borrow one. So I have the same camera, a Canon AE-1. Yeah. And um, he's an awesome guy. He's giving me film and he's like, you got to go shoot these. And then come back and let's develop it. Develop it. Like <laughs> oh, at, he I, develops I'm, too. At his place. And I, I got to develop um, a couple shots from a roll. Totally destroyed. <laughs> two, <laughs> two rolls trying to, you know, get it wound on this little basket thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I got to salvage like three photos from that. Wait, so the wow. film was old and you shot expired film? It was brand new film. But um, as I was trying to process and develop it, I had to like roll it onto this reel of some sort in a dark room. Mm-hmm. And in the process, I damaged the film. Oh, like it was wow. just all crinkled. Oh, no. and Yeah. And so when I went to go develop it, a lot of it didn't turn or out. maybe and some of those shots the accidental film shots could be cool like album covers or something like that if it's like gritty and gross or has like wrinkles in it scratches yeah, exactly. so i mean yeah. somewhat yeah. i mean in some ways even though it's not perfect it could ha- lend a use if you got some cool stuff too yeah like a layered effect or something mm-hmm. you know while we're on the camera topic yeah my dad he's totally surprised me with something that I always wanted it. It was a Canon 5D Mark III. Oh, nice. Heck I yeah. One day I'll find one of yeah. those and I'll be able to afford it. Oh, yeah. But he found it for 400 bucks and sent it to me. And I got it Monday of this That's week. That's awesome. And oh, I've wow. been like ecstatic. Like, whoa. They look so cool. Yeah. So all my lenses look totally different on there. Like, mm-hmm. um, well, the, it's the old 17 Canon, to 40 looks Canon like color a science. Full fish eye. The old Canon color science is with really? the 5D Mark III. And I just bought a 5DS, which is the 50 megapixel version of those that series. Um, and it's like no stabilization, similar to the 5D Mark III and all that stuff. And But it, I have a lot of EF lenses, like Sigma and different ones. And I'm like, and it's the old uh, Canon color science. And I was so stoked to get it. And then I realized it's a portrait. It's a landscape portrait studio camera, not a running gun like the 5D Mark III. So I've done it oh, for an I event, see. but ever I would take pictures and it look good, and I'd get back and like most of the people are blurry and one little part's in focus. I'm like, but oh, that's no. why I took 1,500 pictures at an event and 400 turned out. So, um, wow. So the color science part of it—that's the first I've heard of that. Well, so it's just like any uh, any era of like Pan- it looks have Panasonic cameras too, different ones, but Sony they. Uh, I think Canon's one of the older Canon and Nikon, their first ones. There's like a color science to the old um, uh, well, sensors and the way that they did stuff. And then the newer ones uh, are newer. They have a different look, kind of. So the old Canon like ones are color like, profiles. Color pro like the the um, skin tones in the old Canon cameras look really good for video, for photos, yeah. for everything. It just like very natural not that the new ones don't look good but it's like a certain look that the older ones have that uh, i think camera snobs would be like well the color science on the blah 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 but the 5d <laughs> oh, mark three okay. they have a 5d mark four the 5d mark three is 22 megapixel right i think so and it's the wedding standard basically for wedding photography and it's way better in low light than the 5ds because the higher megapixel you drop down a lot on the um options for iso adjustment and we're talking camera talk iso stands for intermittent standard operating just kidding that's all a lie 
I don't know. Someone knows it. <laughs> but it, Call them it's out. the no, settings. Okay, no, we don't, don't really fact check ourselves. I know it's wrong. I wanted to say something to, what do you guys think ISO stands for? I, I don't know. I mean, we aren't going to look it up for sure. Image sensitivity. Image sensitivity optimization. Oh. <laughs> but because it, it does adjust, uh, it does adjust how you can see at night. So the 5D Mark One, Two, and Three are way better in low light than the 50 megapixel one. And the 5D Mark Four is maybe the best of both worlds because it's like a 30 megapixel camera with video capability. I need to talk to you more. Um, sure, there's t cameras. I've researched school. all the cameras, and I sit on B&H looking every day and YouTube videos on, like, what's better <laughs> and what's not, and then for comparison videos of footage, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that red camera looks slightly better than the Canon or, you know, all those. I, I do want to confess that, I mean, it's kind of imposter syndrome, but I feel like a hack, and I think this is a long time ago, 2003 maybe, I bought a point-and-shoot from, like, a Rite Aid. Mm -hmm. And I was like new to Washington State. I thought, oh wow, it's so beautiful. I'm gonna try to capture mm -hmm. it. And then before I knew it, I was in Whidbey Island. Uh, it was my first duty station in the Navy. Mm -hmm. I went to the shore and I started taking like up close photos of waves hitting over a little rock. And um, I got them developed, and they were terrible. <laughs> I mean, they're you know everything was in focus. But you just but, didn't um, feel great about what happened. Not really. But there was a on-base, a photography uh, contest, and I entered, and it was a small bulletin board, like a, maybe like a, mm -hmm. a poster-sized cork board that you'd post your photos, and then they'd vote. And I posted them up, and then I got too nervous at the really, the, like an hour before they did the drawing, and I pulled them all down. Like oh, maybe, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then I, I waited like maybe three more years and I bought an actual film camera no lessons um, and I just kept shooting a ton of photos and getting it developed too and like just paying a lot of money and I think I finally found it I found like a time or long exposure shots mm -hmm. with film with candles and like writing my name and like and, stuff and like oh because you can oh. get like the the mo all the movements show up and it becomes this thing yeah my my friends and i did that with a i think it was a slow slow capture on video no it was photos but they were like taking this light and running around and they drawn things that i won't mention on here and then it just shows up <laughs> this giant thing across the screen across our yard and i was like wow in the shape of with like spouting out and yeah, <laughs> <It's> amazing. <laughs> so everyone knows what we're talking about, but I'm just not saying it. So therefore, yep. it's like Seinfeld. Yeah, it's helpful. Yeah. yeah, I think a year after that, digital cameras start hitting the market, and I bought a Nikon D50. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, yeah, I think I enjoy it. I'm just I'm no professional. I've shot one wedding, and I felt like, oh my god, they chose they, they chose you. Like, yeah. <laughs> And then you're like, thank you very much. This is my first wedding. And they're, they're like, what? Yep. Or it's like a surgeon's first surgery. Like, oh, I'm so excited. This is my first surgery. And the guy's like, oh. Uh, but I, I felt like that too on my first few like fitting wedding videos. It was for people I knew. And they're like, oh, yeah, do, do your thing. And so it was nice to know the people. That makes it a lot better when you're starting totally. instead of like strangers. Yeah. And there's been jobs way into like five years into wedding or eight years into wedding videography where a wedding's like, a high paying job so I feel like 
Dolly helped me with one. And I was like, I feel like this has to be so good. And we had to like, and I had everyone come out and help me with it. But then the venue and it was raining and the venue was just rough and there, it was very unphotogenic and I delivered all the Mm -hmm. final stuff. And I'm just like, I don't feel good about this final product. (laughs) Totally. Even so I kept like, trying to do more and think like, okay, they paid this amount of money. I need to make sure I do all these things. And so some weddings, I'm like, the venue lends itself to like creativity. And this one was like drab and blue and it was a dark day and we're shooting into windows where the Puget Sound is. So there's light. So everyone's silhouetted with video. And I'm like, it was, they should have flipped it around so you could see everyone, but it wouldn't have been a cool background for the people sitting there. So I understand why people do that. Yeah. And I ruined, uh, I mean, I didn't ruin it, but the, um, yeah, I guess I ruined a role. One, that one role of film shoot. didn't, yeah, did, well, it didn't catch. And so she took all the it photos. It didn't catch on the teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, but I wasn't going to bring yeah, yeah. that up. I was trying to just say we, we all work together on it. I, I didn't think that ruined, I thought your shots looked great. I thought like what? me personally on delivering certain things, I was like, um, some of the stills from the main still, the digital still camera, I was like, there was a lot of blurry shots. And so I had to like really pick through and I felt like I gave a, enough, but I also, was, you know, like you're saying, like, you're just like a little nervous even when you do yeah. deliver the final. I, I just found a, a connection that brings everything back full circle again is with Matt Pugh. I met him through photography oh, and really? he was shooting video, snowboarding. And then I was just rolling around with that Nikon D50 in my jacket. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I met him through that. Um, and I think he thought I was a really good photographer at, at, at that time, time yeah. even though he never saw any of my stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyone that's like on the slopes, you guys ran into each other? Yeah. Wow. We, we met through some other mutual friends too, but um, I think it was photography that really connected us. Yeah. It's kind wow. of a, yeah, I, I'm That's trying cool. to think my friend, one of my friends who's a videographer and photographer too, and I met him at college, just my friends and I were out like filming something and he's like, hey, what are you guys doing? And then we became, we're great friends. So it literally just those connections are super cool. Um, and anyone who's walking around with a camera with a lens on it, you instantly think they're a professional. It doesn't matter. Like my, my friend's dad, we went to the zoo, um, with, with their family and he's, he's carrying around this giant Nikon bag and these lenses that are like a foot long each. And then he was like, the ladies like the big lenses (laughs) is what he was saying. And I, I kid you not, we'd we at every place we stopped, he'd have a lady come and be like, Oh, that's a really nice camera. So in a way, he was like making a statement as he's walking around with this camera with this huge zoom lens in his hands. He's going and taking pictures and just walking around. And he's like, these get a lot of attention. And I was like, good to know. And it's like so funny. And he's like in his he's in his sixties now, but it's he this was a few years ago when he's like fifty five or sixty years close to sixty. It's so funny to me. But it's awesome. Put your put um, your lens in my hand, it'll look bigger. Yep, there you go. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I was I was mistaken for a professional photographer um, on Lake Union. I think I was on the docks. And there's a big boat tour about to leave, and they're like, "Oh, get on!" I had my camera, mm-hmm. and they gave me drink tickets and stuff. And you just I didn't happened know to be anyone. standing on the dock. You just hopped on. Totally. Yeah. Totally <laughs> did. And I shot all the photos like a. Uh, 
I, I had everyone like get on this the, the balcony of the boat or on, on the deck and I got up above and like everyone's like, yeah and I didn't give the photos to anyone well, that's what I was wondering <laughs> like, did they get your contact info by the end of the night they're just like oh, have a good night man and then you're like well I guess this is for my reel because if you're gonna yeah. and that makes you a professional if you've been paid to do a job for, with using your gear you're a professional or a semi-pro, you know, like that movie with Will oh Ferrell, semi-pros. They weren't great basketball players, but it's a great movie. I have to check that. Yeah, it's, it's I don't, Eric, I don't know if I told you this on my, it's another photography story. Um, my best friend, Michaela, um, treated me to like a getaway for my birthday uh, celebration this past year. And um, she rented like a Mustang for the weekend. And we were on and off ferries all weekend and we're waiting in line and there's like this older, like best friend couple like walking mm -hmm. up and they like, they're so shocked at like the car and we had like sunglasses and um, like bandanas wrapped around our heads. Like uh, um, So it was like Louise. a whole, like Thelma and Louise, right? Mm -hmm. And they get it. And they're That's like, so awesome. this woman had, one of the women has, um, like a camera with her and she's like oh my gosh guys can i take your photo and then send it to you <laughs> like okay <laughs> so like, i ended up like writing my email address on like pen and paper to hand it to her and then lo and behold cool. like a month later she sent photos and was like it was such a treat to see you guys and i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's, that's so wholesome yeah i've yeah. had i've had people like say like oh i need i'm gonna send you this i met i met a guy in hawaii at a church there was this church on the beach in hawaii or in Kauai, we were there years ago in 2004 and he was like oh i'm gonna send you my life story and this and that he's like this uh, really cool guy just really uh, he's like oh where are you from and this and that and he actually true to form mailed me this whole thing that was really cool about his life story and like growing up in other countries and all this stuff and and sent this whole document to me and i like i never think people are going to follow through with those things We're like i'm going to send right. you this you're like yeah and yeah. and the fact that you wrote it on paper your email instead of just like texting it to someone you said that they were older an older friend couple yeah they seemed like best friends there were two mm -hmm. women who just seemed yeah. like they were having a weekend nice um yeah that's awesome yeah they're like, do you yeah. prefer text so or pen funny. or paper? They're like, G give me a piece of paper with your email on it. Yeah. Well, she she asked to like write it down, and I was like, I don't have pen or a paper. Like, <laughs> what is I was like, it? What am I going to write it down? On? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So funny. There's someone I met um, in the back country near Mount Baker. Mm -hmm. We were snowboarding, and uh, he did a backflip, and his knees went into his face, oh. and he had a full <gasps> bloody nose and everything. I was like, oh no. He, he was fine, but I reached into my backpack and I had an extra shirt for some reason. And I gave it to him. Yeah. And I was like, here. And he, you know, he put it in his oh, face. Oh, I was wondering if he's going to he... change out and use his dirty one already <laughs> to put up. But, you know. Oh, he should have. Oh, but yeah, he, he used it to like soak up the blood. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, dude. And <laughs> I told him my name and I was like, you know, good luck to you. And then a week later, that shirt arrived in the mail in Seattle. That same one? What? Or he bought and you that's, a And it's one. a small world, but he shared my name with someone that knew me, and I ended up being roommates with this guy's friend. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And um, I received the shirt. It was very weird. So you didn't, all it was was your name, and you get this shirt in the, in the mail. Totally. Yeah. Yep. Wow. And then I became friends with that guy, Zach Herman, <laughs> years later, which is so Shout weird. Shout out to Zach Herman. Um, yep. That's cool. Wow. Good dude. Yeah, I left a shirt yeah. on a trip 
in the Caribbean at this at, in these people's car, and they're like, "Oh, don't worry, we'll ship it to you." And that's one I haven't got ever. And I bought it at this place, <laughs> <laughs> and it and it says, and it it was like three years ago. It's not coming. It says uh, mountains beyond mountains. It's like a theme that they have in Haiti for like just the overcoming struggles and like one mountain hurdle over another mountains beyond mountains. Oh, cool. And it said that on the shirt. I was like, this is so cool. So it's like twenty five bucks. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna buy this. And then I left it in their car stupidly, and it's it probably would have shrunk by now or been lost anyway <laughs> right. but um but oh, the, the fact that they're like oh yeah we'll ship it to you just give us your address and i did the whole thing and you know it was karma for me not probably no following through on stuff in the past shipping someone something the yeah. karma police well i've i'm the yep. same way i've been meaning to send out a package for like since december and it's still sitting on my desk and i'm like is it I, an ebay return no i'm sending it to a friend oh um, okay and I just always forget to take it with me when I leave the house. And are they really waiting? They're I like, should just okay. leave it in the car. Yeah. No, well, it's just it like I stolen. said I was going to send it out. Uh, well, I have a... It's it's okay. It'll be fine. I have like a trunk hideaway thing. Like Oh, a, yeah. To cover stuff. Uh, I know. I don't like to yeah. leave too many things in my car. I, or I want to leave so many things in there. Someone thinks someone's living in it. And therefore, they don't want to like... They feel like it's trash. Like, <laughs> my dad used to have newspapers all over the back seat. So, we'd spread them out and we'd go in somewhere. No one ever broke in. They're like, look at this trashy vehicle. What a genius. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah around Christmas, I had a Super Nintendo I didn't return an ebay return because it arrived broken or smashed in and um i didn't return it in time and then after 15 days you um they ebay cancels your return even though you they started it for you Um, so i had no way to return it after that and it was a 140 dollar purchase and i was like well and so i just i was like well i can't i even emailed the person didn't hear back i'm like well i'm going to take it down to the video game store here and trade a few parts that are still not broken in to get something better and so I was like, I'll get another controller for something else. So I did it last week, turned in the two controllers and an old game. And it, they were like, okay, well, um, so there's $25 credit on this or whatever. I was like, cool, I got 25 bucks for these two little controllers and this. I got a $5 credit for two controllers in a game, and I had to pay 25 for this other controller. So all of the good Jeez. parts were worth $5 off of that thing, <laughs> which is just oh insane. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, these are aftermarket ones. See, it's missing. I was like, oh, they sold me a regular super nintendo with aftermarket controllers those sons of guns so um i i didn't give a bad review because i was planning on returning it and i don't like to give bad reviews it just kind of happened so you just <laughs> how often do you shop on ebay all the time and it's just <laughs> really? more recently and i've been buying all kinds of self-defense weapons we've talked about it before on the podcast of like um <laughs> uh, crossbows and stuff my most recent purchase the other night was three tasers <laughs> oh my god <laughs> You only have two hands. Uh, well, one for each vehicle and one for that for on your person at all times, or in your for laptop your bag, or or um, or in your in your home closet. But the, these are not like big ones, or like these are something that looks like a pencil, almost like a small pen, so it'd sit in your pocket, and it's like a, like three million volts or some crazy amount. So you push in their USB charge, so you push the button, it's like, zzz, and so it does that, and they could someone could see that before they walk up to you, and I was like, you know. Is the other side like a vape pin? You know, no. It doesn't do anything else. There was one that had a flashlight on one side. You're like, the other side actually writes. 
Yeah, it's Bluetooth um, enabled. You can mm-hmm. check how many. Right. Yeah, I didn't want uh, a smart one. I didn't want a smart device that could like send messages or like Siri talk to my phone. Siri, right. talk through this. Check the weather. And yeah. but if you mess up and you talk to the wrong end, you shock yourself. You're going down for like ten minutes. You're like Siri. Jeez. <laughs> how um, is but, that legal? What's that? Oh, they're How not is that legal. legal. Like, they're not. Uh, <laughs> they are legal, Eric. but they're not. They're no, no. They're not legal in every state. Let me finish. I'll let me finish mm. that. So it said mm. this cannot be sold in like District of Columbia, Washington District of Columbia, not Washington State, Connecticut. Certain states they're illegal. So if you were driving through and you had one in your car, you could go to jail. Um, but it's also yeah. just a self-defense thing. If someone literally came up to you and attacked you, you could stop them, which was cool. And it's non-lethal. I'm not going to test it out on anyone and see because you. Pro- I think you pee your pants instantly, <laughs> or something. You lose Look, all. That should be all part control. of it, though. That you'd have that to should test be, it. If yeah, buy, that should be part of gun- the sale deal. Oh. That like, if you right. buy this, you have to test it on yourself first before you can finish out. <laughs> before you it. use it. It's well, unfair. I'm going to tell you yeah. what. If someone buys a gun, they don't test it on themselves before they use it. Usually. A crossbow. That's true. Bow and arrow. But you need a license sometimes. Most, oh, you should I mean, have a license for it. I mean, yeah, I guess. I guess you should. No, just kidding. I, I don't own any guns, which is why I bought all the things up to guns. I even bought two slingshots one time on eBay that have the big metal metal steel balls. And so you're like just, there's like 40 or 50 of them. And they sit on this little magnetic <laughs> thing on the back. So you could sit there and be like, boom, 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 and fire them off. Oh my God. And so really, I feel like I'm really set and I don't need to ever own a gun, a gun gun. You know, pellet gun would be fun. Yeah. You know, uh, I've stayed clear of guns for a long time uh, because as a kid, I got in a lot of trouble Mm -hmm. with the BB gun. Yeah. (laughs) And um, this gun story is kind of funny, but I begged my mom to buy me a BB gun and she totally did after like two years of begging mm-hmm. yeah. but she didn't buy any BBs and so I was like I need the BBs Come on. <laughs> I got the I have a and gun I can't use it yeah. I went up by the dumpster and there's like a caster wheel from an old office chair and I was like oh, there's little bearings in there they look like they would fit yeah. and this is me after shooting like spaghetti noodles and all kinds of stuff down the barrel of it. Yeah. Oh, they, and they work but um <laughs> I put it out in the street and I just let semi-trucks and cars run over this little wheel to try to get the bearings out. Yeah. And they they didn't fit. I was so mad. Like, after all that work. um, (laughs) But she let me have BBs in a certain area of Michigan where I grew up. And so, like, not within our apartment complex. Mm -hmm. And I went to go visit my friend Philip, and it's kind of farmland. And off, like... 300 yards on the other side of this field there's a an old truck just sitting there and i was like oh wow i wonder what the bb's would sound like and so we you know we were shooting it for for the whole weekend Mm. and nothing happened and then i think i just took one blind look through my bb gun rifle with like two pumps and i pulled the trigger and it shattered the driver window and i was like oh no and like i just ran you know and like i didn't i didn't know that would happen um and I remember my friend's dad just took the gun and just shattered the plastic uh, butt you of the You told him what happened or he saw what it. happened? He saw the whole thing. And yeah. was it a truck oh, on their wow. property? It was their neighbor's property, unfortunately. Oh, so it was a truck they so, cared about, maybe. Perhaps. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 
I Dang. never, yeah, I didn't, I never ended up shooting something out that was actually worth anything anymore. Like we, uh, the barn on our property, when we had 20 acres, my friend and I would go out with my pellet gun and we'd shoot out the fluorescent lights in the barn. Cause it's like, it was literally a trashed <laughs> barn anyway. And, we're, and they're just oh, so glass shattering down, probably pretty bad. Um, but there, I've seen videos more recently of these guys like trying to hit a golf ball down their driveway towards their house. And you know, it's going to be bad. Like, why are you doing right. this? Um, and there's a minivan sitting off to the right, and they just nails the back window of the minivan, just shatters. Oh and you're just like, goodness. those are rounded windows, they're expensive. And I'm like, what What did you think would happen when you hit towards a house and vehicles? You just hope to just go through? Like, why not aim off into the woods and try to go through the trees instead? <laughs> or something like that. Right. So the other thing I almost bought the other night was a pellet gun. It was a uh, air pistol pellet gun. And it was a, uh, I want to say Walther, but it's Walter, right? Right, Walter PPQ. But it has the H in mm -hmm. there, which makes me want to say Walther. So, but it sounds like I have a lisp when I do that. So, which is totally cool if someone has one. I just can't. I don't want to make fun of anyone. So, the, the Walter PPQ one, it has like you can put like seven or eight in there in a little round, and it's like 350 feet per second. It's very fast. <laughs> it's like pointed pellets so it looks like oh a real gun God. and i was like if i'm gonna get anything that's my next ebay purchase tonight probably get that and then i have a gun in the house that looks like a gun <laughs> plus the pepper spray gun in the other hand plus the crossbow at the top of the stairs plus the zapper in my pocket in case they get that far so there's five four levels of defense I'm probably not going to get the gun, to be fair. I should skip that gun. I love how you phrase that, though. If there's anything I'm going to buy tonight, it's... <laughs> it's this. Yeah. Well, the problem totally. the other night is I, I um, took an hour to look through all the possible stun gun options, and I kept going back and forth, and then it was like midnight, and I'm like, okay, I need to go to sleep soon. And then it was 1230, I was like, I need to go to sleep soon. I kept looking around, being like, okay, which one's the best? Because I always want the best. And then it was like 115, and I'm like, that's it. I'm purchasing this one and I'm going to bed. And so I bought that and went to bed. And I was like an hour and a half later, I could have watched a show, could have made a quick decision and <laughs> fine. But they also have flashlight ones that have um, jagged edges to it. So when you hit your assailant, you can get some DNA. Is what it, what it oh, says. Geez. So it like it, intense, it kind of dude. kind of uh, hurts a little bit, and then it shocks them, and then you have like you can tell who got who was trying to get you. <laughs> I did not. That was the one I was going to get at first. Instead, I went with the very, with the very subtle pen kind that I could take anywhere. So just know if you what see if me it in mutates public, the sample. Huh? Huh? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I don't want the this. Is, I don't want skin samples on my on my weapons. Yeah. Let's be let's be honest. Um, that is so wild. <laughs> So if you intense. see me in, if you see me in public next week, I'm always gonna have a stun gun on me at all times. So watch out. Jeez, dude. If okay. someone messes with me, they're <laughs> going right, down for ten right. minutes. <laughs> no, I'm. Well, here's the thing: people, there's people that are like conceal and carry. Like someone we used to work with always had a pistol on her at all times. You know, and so I'm not like trying to be in trouble. I'm like, if there was a situation you needed it in a drawer somewhere or in your car, you have one. If someone came up to your car, that's all I care about. I don't want to be walking around with a weapon on me at all times. Technically, I have two hands and I did take Taekwondo for a couple of years. So I got two weapons on me at all times. <laughs> your wrists were so loose right now. Like, you don't have I got two hands. Like I'm like flopping. <laughs> Look, I got two hands. I'm floppy, like, yeah, I know. I was trying to do this and show like karate chop, but it didn't quite didn't quite yeah. come across through the 720p video stream. 
Yeah. I wonder That's if you're funny. driving around and you put your arm out the window to do this kind of thing, and you're like, yeah, taunting mm-hmm. people. You're, oh no, um, yeah, they're they're getting scared for sure. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys remember that Mitsubishi commercial where the girls like dancing in the front in the passenger seat? Oh yeah. Weird yeah, thing. I tried finding it. Like, I mean, this was maybe like four years ago, and I tried finding it, and I couldn't find it. But I was like, I feel like I for sure saw that commercial. I think. I only remember the Dave Chappelle spoof of it. Oh. And I probably he seen recreated that. that whole thing. Which yeah. one was was huh. he like at, he's dancing like he's what do you mean by dancing in the front seat? They're, They're moving to music. I don't in the Dave the Chappelle style. spoof. There's like yeah. a girl doing like a robot or something in the passenger and seat. And he's driving. Yeah. Um, and Dave okay, Chappelle seen that one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my favorite Dave. Sh- Why did you bring that up? Are you, oh, you thinking just of the, the dancing, the hand, the hand thing. stuff? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That his first two seasons of that show, the Dave, the Dave Chappelle show, were so funny. He had like, and it was around the time that Whose Line Is It Anyways was on with um, That's what's right. his, uh, what's the guy's name? He was oh Br- Drew Carey. No, Brady. Oh, yes, but Brady, right? Was his, was his name? His last yeah. name, I forgot. What yeah. His first name was the actor he um he was on Wayne Wayne, Wayne Brady yeah and he and he yeah. plays this hardcore guy on the Dave Chappelle show and he's like oh man Wayne I didn't realize you were so hard he's like yeah we're gonna go kill some people tonight or something he's like oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like all these and he because he, he thinks like he thinks like it's the guy for you know it's like oh it's Wayne Brady the happy-go-lucky whose line is it right. anyway guy <laughs> and it just goes off on this tangent and it's like a wild night with Wayne Brady Ryan Stiles, when I used to live in Bellingham, Washington, mm-hmm. he would come into a local grocery store, Hagen's, yeah. and he would do, like, calls on the radio really? and stuff. Like, Dude, hey, it's Ryan Stiles. I'm in here shopping today. That's like, amazing. Stuff like they were that. just like, sure, we'll let you. He was, I met him once on a radio show in L.A. because he was down there. On, he was friends with the guys on this backyard. It was like kind of like a podcast before it was a podcast like on satellite radio and it was a backyard around a pool thing so our band was on it and he was a friend of the host so he was hanging out and he's like he has a line he was talking he's like oh he's like you know what they don't need to come down to la he's like we stay up there we get good and then we come down here to to la and he was like making (laughs) making jokes and the and the bass player from the knack was there with his son so he was like the my sharona that band so he was sitting there slapping the bass and slapping the bass i just watched him i love you man (laughs) again and it's so (laughs) awkward but he's like slapping the bass slapping the bass and trying to be jamaican um yeah and and basically let me wind this back into the story that matters because i just went off on a tangent on myself yeah gave us the review of i love you man first yeah so it it was very awkward first half very awkward. Paul Rudd plays an awkward guy so well. <laughs> and and normally Paul Rudd's the cool guy, but he, he plays like, because yeah. he, he's, a, 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 the premise on that, and then we'll wind back to Brian Stiles, because there's some other stars up in Bellingham we should talk about too. Um, and I think he still lives up there, maybe. I think so. But anyway, I love you, man, is Paul Rudd gets engaged to his girlfriend, who is... Um, yeah. Um, Rashida I, I, Jones. Rashida Jones. Thank you. I was gonna say mm-hmm. that and then I forgot her name. So, 
so I Jason wasn't going to say that. Jason Siegel's in it, but he doesn't show up for a while. So they started, my roommates started watching the other night, and I was like, what movie is this? And they're like, oh, I don't know. And they knew, but they weren't going to tell me, and I just had to wait it out. And my phone was upstairs charging. I'm not walking up there, so I sit down. And then Jason Siegel comes in like half an hour in, and I was like, oh, there we go. I love you, man. But the first while, he has no friends, and his fiance has a lot of friends. And so she, they're worried about, like, well, who's going to walk down the aisle with, with us because he has no friends. And so he overhears them making fun of him, and so he decides to, like, go get some friends. And so he goes on these mandates, quote-unquote, <laughs> with these guys. And then a few of the guys mistake, mistakenly think he's gay and are trying to connect with him that way. And this one guy, like, makes out with him. It's the guy from uh, Reno 911 and starts <laughs> kissing him. And then <laughs> it's so funny how they pull it full circle because he, he kisses him and then, then he's, like, leaning back. He's like, oh, and, he, and then he never calls the guy again. And then later, he, him and Jason Siegel, when they become real buddies, are there and he's trying on tuxes. And the guy shows up and he's like, really, Peter? And he's like just <laughs> looking at him, and he's like so pissed, and he's like, I can't. You never called me back, and there, because he had his hand on like Jason Siegel, like thanks, man. And it looks like this moment, and it just like it's so funny, very awkward. Yeah, so it's a great movie, but he gets less awkward as it goes. But he's like, he's like, all right, well, we'll see you, buddy. Shamalama ding dong, and he's like, Shamalama ding dong, and he hangs up the phone or whatever he's saying, and he's like, and everything ends with this awkward interface. And I was, we were watching, and I'm just like, it is so hard to watch because he's so socially mm -hmm. awkward through it but it's also yeah. great that and and you know he's not like that like in real life. life but he, he plays a role so well yeah yeah so um ryan styles <laughs> bellingham <laughs> yes. you know who else lives up there <laughs> hillary swank who? um really? and there well, was she has family up there see i didn't know i don't know her as well but i heard she lived up there but yeah so she uh, I thought Ryan Stiles, he would say something, he said something about like driving around the lake just to get, he did normal stuff in his truck, drive around, get gas, and like the local Hagen story is amazing. You're like, well, I'm here today shopping, I'll be in aisle three in a minute, and <laughs> aisle five. Yeah. But a very like down-to-earth person. Like, down, like Yeah, for sure. And and there's a lot of... I don't um, think I know who that is. He, I look up whose line is it anyways, he's the tall guy. He was on the Drew Carey show too. Oh. Wait. Yeah, okay. he was, right? Got he it. was on the Drew Carey show. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. And then it was Wayne Brady, okay. the shorter, bald guy. Ryan Stiles is taller. And um, Drew Carey on, on Whose Line Is It Anyways. There and was two other guys, right? On Whose Line Is It Anyways? Yeah, there's four of them. Like four um, improvers and then Oh, Drew they Carey probably had some it. others. Those were the, like the main, those were the core for the first while, Got maybe it. the first few seasons. Um, but there's a lot of people that have property and houses on like the islands, the the San Juans too. So like, I think Ben Stiller and a bunch of people have, have places up there too, which honestly flying to Seattle, go out to your Island home. That does sound pretty good. Mm -hmm. Pretty awesome. Have you guys, how many islands have you guys gone to in the San Juans? All of them, but the main one. Really? I haven't been to San Juan. Yeah. I haven't been to San Juan either. <laughs> I haven't been to a I've lot of, a... oh, and uh, Susha. I haven't been to Susha Island. Sush? Susha. Oh, Susha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sushi Island sounds I actually, delicious. I actually don't know how many islands there are here. It's, I've only be been so, to a handful I mean, of them. There's a main, there's more, but the main names, I think there's like Lopez. Let's know our history of Washington State real quick. Lopez Island, Whidbey, mm -hmm. San Juan. Orcas. Orcas. Oh, we're doing all of them. Um, yeah. And then Sush, uh, 
Susha. Susha Island. Um, Lemmy, Lemmy Island. Lemmy. There's a few other ones. There's Hat Island. Anacortes. Anacortes is not on an island, though, right? That's the main. It's it's mainland. But you can take a ferry to it, no? I'm gonna take what I said back. I haven't been to all of them. So Anacortes so is many. where the ferry. Yeah. Anacortes is where the ferry takes off to get to the islands. It's the like oh. the launch, kind of like Muckleteo. But the Anacortes one, I, apparently that ferry ride is out of this world. It's in this world because we live here, but out of this world cool because you're going, it's an hour dr- ride and you're going through smaller islands that aren't named like it's cool. with the ferry. Yeah. So, and I've never, I don't remember doing it ever. So I've, I haven't hit many of them. I've only done the one, done the ones you can drive to. I haven't been to Friday mm-hmm. Harbor, I don't think. So I got to get up there very beautiful yeah. Uh, yeah i know i i had one day off there's no on, access on a sunny stuff. sunny spring day and i was like i'm gonna go up there today and i was like 65 bucks for my vehicle 30 for me and i was like <laughs> no i'll stay home <laughs> but i should have yeah. gone because i wanted to just i didn't want to just get on there and walk on i wanted to drive so i could drive around and check out the different areas and beaches and stuff like that yeah. so and there's a different yeah. feel when you get over there to any of the islands mm-hmm. for sure like I, I get upset though there's no access it's all you know private property mm-hmm. like orcas island you have to drive like 45 minutes across to get to anything small little yeah so you can't just yeah, walk down to a beach because it's area. all houses it's all property mm-hmm. yeah well lopez is smaller right orcas is bigger mm-hmm. yeah i have a friend that did like a internship out there for like a youth camp or something on orcas for a couple summers and that sounded pretty That's cool, cool. Yeah. So nice. I forget we have islands around here, and in the summertime, <clears throat> instead of driving anywhere, it'd be cool to just, like, hop on a ferry and go somewhere really close. Yeah. Bainbridge is cool. I like going to Bainbridge. Oh, I've been to Bainbridge. You're really making me miss that entire area. Come on up, man. Wait, where are you at now? Come visit. No. I'm in Portland, Oregon. Oh, you're in Portland. I, I moved down here about three as years I call ago. It. And not because of P-E-E. Yeah. Although it smells like yeah. urine in some areas, so does Seattle. Though, let's be fair. Yeah, yeah. And I grew same, up down yeah. there. Same so. pee. But same I, pee. I, I, yeah, exactly. Dude, I Matthew. Speaking of Matthew, and Portland, we took a trip to Portland, um, and what? we went to Burnside. Mm-hmm. This was years ago. We went to the Burnside bridge. and the skate park, mm-hmm. and. Um, we like went down the side of like the edge of where the skate park is and dude it reeked like pee like insane (laughs) i've never smelled it so strong in my life and i was like i gotta get out of here so so someone (laughs) someone was skateboarding and had had an accident while they were going or homeless people were in that area i think it's just the designated wall that everyone peed that. on. I, oh. Everyone down there is pretty rowdy. I mean, yeah. to this day. Mm-hmm. And I remember showing my um, my wife. I was like, "Check this place out. It's a cool skate park." And we drove over there in her little Toyota Corolla. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we we got out, and um, there's a guy that was skating. He came up. He's like, "What the f are you looking at?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh," I'm like totally like scurried <laughs> away. You know, and but your like, wife was with you, and she was like. Yeah, it wasn't a good yeah. first impression for the park. Not at all. Yeah. And that, it's been like that every time I've gone. Were you down guys there, looking like, at him even? Because you guys could have been looking off somewhere else. He runs up and you're like, "Oh, I'm no, looking at those yeah, birds over the there." Park. It's like, "Oh, yeah." Cool. <laughs> you were just looking no, out. Yeah, it, it's uh, and 
Yeah, that's it's always felt a little seedy to me. But I remember we've gone we've gone down there a few times. It's under the bridge, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, what was super cool is on Tony Hawk's video game, they had the Burnside Bridge Ooh, park, skater. and there was no one swearing yeah. at you in that one. But it was super cool. Right. So it's, yeah. it was cool to see something local, kind of like how Seattle has the troll under the bridge thing. It's a little, Fremont. you know, yeah, it's kind of like a landmark. It's very similar. And uh, my yeah. friends were big skaters, and I was more the person filming them and was terrible at skating. So I had my rollerblades, and I'd come out and go around and film them skating and stuff. There's a fun There's little a... restaurant near there that their yeah. macaroni is insane. And Salad then, or and cheese? it's a lot. No, like mac, mac and cheese. Because <laughs> mm. you can add like the protein you want to it. Oh, and then ooh. it's such a big serving that your like to go uh bag is like mm-hmm. they shape the aluminum foil in like as an animal so like you'll see really? a swan or like yeah it's so cool so like that you're cool. you're gonna get like yeah. a full another meal out of that basically yeah it's basically is it still meals. there is that restaurant still there yeah i yeah, want yeah. that tonight i'll send you that i was gonna go to ebay yeah. and shop but i'm driving to portland send me the address yeah no you could uh i'll you can buy it from me off eBay. Oh, yeah. Perfect. You put it on eBay I'll, I'll tonight. You I'll go. get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you, you should go there because you live in the area. Yeah. That's right. Um, and yeah. I see you I have a lot of bike helmets behind you there, too. Um, so you're, you're, are you a big biker? I'm a mediocre biker. Well, I don't know what big, but I don't know what the definition of a big biker is, to be fair. I just meant like you're enthusiastic about it. You enjoy it. My current job is I design bike helmets. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, ski and snowboard goggles. Really? Yeah. And so all these behind me are just references. Mm-hmm. So you're um, like, I don't bike at all. I build these. I'm testing them out for people. <laughs> and I hop on a bike once in a while to check check something down the, at the park or something. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you're... You're the only one... Sorry, go ahead. No, sorry. It's the timing on this online stuff. You go. Um, I was going to say, you're the only one I know that's a design engineer or that I've ever known that's a design engineer. And like, I, I like following you because you'll put up like, um, sketchings or like, um, drafts of, I, I don't know how best to describe the, um, the, like, uh, the graphics you post about like prototypes or whatever. I just find mm. it so interesting. It's so cool. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of the stuff I'm doing now, it's I can't even post it, so it's been oh, hard really? to find. Is it because it's not out yet, so you post. don't want to give away some give away anything? Mm-hmm. So really, it's kind of like your top secret agent, and we are like, hey, and you're like, I can't, I can't talk about this, but <laughs> right. I'll just tell you a general premise of what I do. Yeah. So what's your newest yeah. project? No, just kidding. Don't tell us. <laughs> right. yeah. Are you I still? Wish I could um, share. Well, when I met you, you had Native Elements going on it was like a climbing um brand right like an outdoor brand yeah um, they had some climbing products like chalk bags and climbing packs Mm -hmm. but it's still going on behind the scenes just really slow is that your own company it is yeah cool that's awesome yeah Yeah. it's kind of a side hustle well i feel like anyone who does creative stuff who's doing yeah you work for a company designing or something like my friend is a webmaster for a college we went to in california years ago and but he also designs apps um for like geocaching and stuff cashly is his app i'm going to promote it c 
A C H L Y. But it's like people that do geocaching, they use this more than like the people that created geocaching's app. So he's partnered with them and he's in the Portland area, but there's so many like creative, like outdoorsy, um, there's a camera, there was like aviator camera gear. I had a crane I bought from a Portland company there, but it seems like there's a lot of stuff that comes out of Portland for design and innovation. Um, and Oregon too. Before I moved down here, I, I didn't know this, but there's over 900 sport product companies in Portland. Yeah. It just seems insane. It's like, it's a it's like a not a niche market but there's so many outdoor stores and different stuff like that Mm -hmm. and i feel like flannel's got to be pop coming back down there (laughs) it's coming i mean it's been around and there was always a joke because my dad bought a subaru when he was there and like subarus are everywhere like every other car is a subaru but then seattle has a lot too but i think portland per capita is like every other car is a subaru of some kind because people want that option to go to the mountains yeah Yep, they're heading out. They're heading out back. <laughs> I, maybe next year we'll see like some plaid Subarus Dude, with the, 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 pa- the patterns. And I want to see them driving to the Outback Steakhouse. That's what I want to see. That's full Subaru. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's just the yeah, all-wheel drive I, thing people are into. They want to have the option. Yeah, I. It's, um, it's necessary. I've been looking at new cars um, to to hopefully like buy one soonish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I currently drive a Subaru. I think Subarus are great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am really eyeing an Outback actually. Like I'm not trying to be ironic. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, but, no. um, like there are a few things, like there are a few red flags about it, or at least concerns that I have of like, if I go to the city, I have to find a parking lot or a parking garage because there's no way I'm going to find street parking, like a space For wide enough back? to fit a, a wagon. Yeah. Hmm. Oh yeah. Cause I they just feel like they're so longer. much longer. I mean, a normal, yeah. a normal it, space that has lines laid out would fit one, but it's like, yeah, if you're trying yeah. to find street, it does make it a little tougher. Yeah. And like, if, it's great. It's very fitting for the Pacific Northwest. But if I were to move anywhere else, it's like, I don't know if I want to drive us. I don't know if a Subaru is the best vehicle mm. for, you know, the, the like, option, you know? the option that's a little shorter than that is not the Impreza because they don't make that anymore. But there is something that's a new like crossover style. That's oh. a shorter outback. And my friend has one in their crew. cross track cross track yeah, yeah. It's cross and track. it has the yeah. you have the yeah. back so like dogs could be a dog could be in the back you have four seats comfortable but it's the medium size and it's all-wheel drive oh. all the time i think so i'm not and we're not yeah. doing a subaru commercial here but it's just these are the things you really <laughs> really want to think about when you're getting but the outbacks are super cool and my friend that does the geocaching thing he has an outback and it's awesome so yeah i've i've been on a volvo kick because mm. I always wanted yeah, to outback. Volvos are cool. But I, um, I was in community so college, sick. and I think I had a little extra money. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I'm going to take this 2500 bucks and go buy an outback. So I went on Craigslist, and the bucks. guy didn't didn't show up. And then I went on to another posting, and it was a Volvo. And I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. same price. And I, I've been stuck with one of those for, geez, 15 years Wait, now, your, look, your really? car cost 2500 bucks and it lasted 15 years? Well, uh, I'm on my third one. Oh, nice. But each car lasted about five to six years. For the price, and, uh, amazing. Yeah. And as far as parking, 
Yeah. I think you're good with a wagon really? in the city. Yeah. Because I like because, Volvos uh, too. And I feel like yeah. they're so... I mean, I like the older bodies because I feel like the lines mm-hmm. are more um, sharp. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the like rear taillights, the like shape of the rear ta- taillights yeah. are yes. it's chef's European, kiss. They're amazing. Because they are European, right? Yeah. yeah. Swiss, right? Ex- yeah. Uh, Sweden, yeah. Oh, that's cool. But you should um, think about the XC60 or um, yeah. a shorter wagon. I mean, those are no. really cool. it's shorter. Yep. Interesting. Is um yeah, I'll take a look at it. I have one question on nationalities. So Swiss is Swiss Sweden or is Swede Sweden and Swiss Switzerland? Switzerland. Oh. I think Swiss is Switzerland. So, My but room? one of those countries makes Volvo some somehow. Sweden. Sweden. Okay. Yeah. Sweden. Because yeah. Switzerland Swedes. is too cold so, okay. to have a car manufacturer. I think they probably just buy from people. <laughs> but that's interesting yeah because i always thought old volvos were cool and i always thought it was like these are rich people cars because they're like (laughs) totally fancy like sports cars so i'm like anyone who owns a volvo people i was always told those are expensive to work on or whatever and now i think it's probably different because there's a lot of shops that work on older cars but at the time my parents owned peugeot's which is like a french car um, and yes. they were like the ugliest import cars because <laughs> we had station wagons of them with the big front front lights look like a sad circle eye. They were they were, they were gross. They were brown green, um, but and they ran on diesel, so they smelled funny too. So everything mm-hmm. about them was like cool, I guess. <laughs> but Inco- was, yeah, and inconvenient. We, inconvenient. We had the they were weird cars, but the new Peugeots look like are expensive and they look like nice like sedans and sports cars. But back then in the eighties they did not care about the look of the vehicle was it was apparently cool, but I didn't think they were that cool. I grew up incredibly poor and so I I never thought You don't evolve though. Or yeah, or other cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I thought my uncle's Mazda nine two nine was super fancy because it was leather. So when I got the Mazda six two six, I'm like, I'm on doctor status because he's a doctor. And <laughs> yeah, that, totally. It made me feel like rich, and it was only four thousand dollars or something. So that's and I bought awesome. cars for five hundred bucks that lasted a little bit. They weren't as nice as a Volvo though, so that's cool. My first car I bought, um, I went on to. Autotrader.com. Oh, I remember. Yeah, Autotrader's like great. Still maybe. Yeah. And uh, there is a Land Rover Discovery for ten grand, and I'm like, whoa. Dude, that was my all-time. I wanted one of those so bad. That was my favorite SUV of all time. I was like, there's seats in the very back that fold down, so more people can sit. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's so. Cool. That was my first car, and I, I think. Uh, wow. I, I kept that for eight years. And and it. Incredible. Honestly, I, I would buy one now. I would buy an old one now just to be like, I own a Discovery. Because it was always, like, the very rich that had the Discoveries also. And I just like the feeling of being hanging out in the realm of rich people without being rich. If I could live in Beverly Hills in a small little space, that a tiny house, and walk down the street by the rich, I would feel pretty cool about that. Yeah, that's awesome. They have a... There's a car club that I go to. Um, not physically on on the mm-hmm. online um, on the online's worlds on the online, um, and they have some sweet cars, and at a decent price, it's like Beverly Hills Car Club or something, mm. um, and it's like 
yeah it's just insane where i'm just like how how and like multiple cars not like four you know so like what's an example of a price in a car you might see or at a range um like you know those squared off bmws um the it's the model's very iconic like the shape of it is very iconic yeah um I just can't remember what the model n- name is. They're um, I, the th- B, uh, something three. Like an M three hundred. Yeah. The old yeah, the nineties ones, mid nineties ones maybe. Like uh, no, even older than that. Like um, hmm. like the eighties. Um, yeah. Where they're kind of squared, but the corners of them are like rounded. Um, yeah. Uh, for like, fifteen, fifteen grand. Oh, I was going to say 1500 I'm like, sign me up. Let's fly to L.A. and pick two of them up and drive them back. Dude, yeah, that's not that's not bad. I A friend's yeah. family, they all have all had the 80s um, Mercedes. 80s Mercedes. Uh, the alliteration <laughs> on that one was great. But yeah. they... Uh, they uh, would, like the drop tops. Uh, these were not drop tops, but this, they they okay. were like... Yeah, those would be cool, too. Convertible style. But these were hard, hard uh, shell roofs on these ones but the sedans two doors and they're like they run and they they are a little bit to repair but they do run forever so you get a good deal on the older ones for sure yeah where i grew up a lot of the kids were named after cars like girls named porsche and mercedes that's awesome wait where'd you you grow up i grew up in ann arbor michigan oh um, cool like a suburb of detroit and you grew up with porsche de rossi let me guess no. Oh, okay. Never heard. Because she's she's pretty famous, and that's a Porsche. But I and I, I knew a Mercedes, but I didn't know a BMW. That would be a weird name for a girl. Ooh. Yeah. Or some, maybe like, some what's that? What's short for that? For How do you shorten BMW? Because everyone like to short like Mercedes would be like Sadies probably, or Porsche <laughs> instead of Porsche. You just say the first part, or like Dolly Great. takes my name and adds. Uh, adds an r no no she has a, a c so it's rick and she takes off the e so it's the same length as eric would be but it sounds it's one yeah one syllable it's now. a completely different yeah, name clever yeah well it's kind of like um charles and uh what are those chuck. names chuck chuck and char like chuck doesn't sound anything like Chucky. charles and there's some that don't yeah. even make sense like jim jim and james make sense but there's another one that's like um todd and like eduardo that's not really a real thing, but That's something where it, they're totally opposites, basically. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like William is Bill, Billy. Yes. Bill and Will. Will, yeah. Will and Bill. I'm like, okay, Bill, William. Cool. How'd this get to yeah. be? Talk to the English yeah. professors, I guess. I once met a um, Richard Burns, and he chose the nickname Dick. Dick. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'd rather. Uh, hey, Mom, could, I, could you just call me Dick? <laughs> <laughs> what's his middle name True. on that one yeah oh I don't know. that's amazing i know there's some of those names you're like these guys these parents must have really been not like this kid based on some of these names but it's that's pretty yeah. funny yeah that's funny we're um we're expecting a baby in july you are oh congratulations it's our first kid that's awesome yeah. and uh, we're going through the name process here so yeah oh you're thinking of richard fun no, yeah, dick on the table. One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The way the way you said that so com- uh, confident question, like, "Well, is this on the table?" 
great. <laughs> I can like mix it up and maybe like Dickle or something. Dickle does not yeah. sound better than Dick or Richard, to be fair. Dickle is a really bad one. My dad was going to name me Cuthbert and my mom as a joke. And my mom thought he was serious and she was not going to have that. So cut, cut, Cuthbert. Oh, Cuthbert. Uh, yeah, Cuthbert, get over here and finish your homework. <laughs> yeah. Bert, Bert, for sure. <laughs> I mean, Bert would be cooler, yeah. but that's awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, I always, I haven't yeah. had any kids. I don't, I don't, not that I know of. Um, <laughs> I always have to clarify that afterwards. No, just kidding. Um, but for real, don't, I don't have any kids, but I, when I was married, I was like, we're going to, I was like, if we have a son, it's going to be James Danger Johnson. So Danger is his middle name. And, and she was actually mm-hmm. down with that, which was pretty cool. So, so I was like, I like to have, he's like, he's like, danger is my middle name. And I just like thought it was so Austin Powers. He like James Bond. Yeah. It's like, so good. But also, what do you two think about Alfonso Mango Tango? Is that good? Was your last name Tango? Yeah. No, I'm just I was like, no. Oh, those are the, he has two middle names and then you put like another last yeah. name. Yeah. Alfonso is a cool name. Alfonso. Alonzo. Oh, remember um, the 90s Ooh. basketball player Alonzo Morning? That was such a cool name. Alonzo is a great yeah. name. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. So what, what are your... Alfonso's really uh, you good have, too. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> do you have name... Um, do you have a few your your like your front runners? I really shouldn't share mm. yet. Yeah, no. That's we, one of those know, secret uh, agent things. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Don't, yeah. don't yeah. say Do you guys know the sex of the... <laughs> Of the baby? It's a boy. That's awesome. Okay. You're very excited. Yeah, I yeah. thought for sure it's going to be a girl. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. I, a month ago, I started thinking, wait, what if What if it's a boy? And then it totally is. <laughs> now we found but out. But you yeah. already bought all the oh. stuff for the girl. So for the first few months, you're going to be wearing some different <laughs> styles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's 2022. Shout out baby. to some friends of ours, um, Sam and Sam, mm-hmm. Samantha and okay. Sam. Um, they gave us a, a lifetime supply of baby clothes, and wow, oh, that's we're great. so thankful. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. So, and so you're like, you have yeah. every, you have some ages covered for like up to one, at least to a year and a half. Yeah, that's that's so, that's amazing. Dang. And they do grow fast. Some of them, I I remember my a few friends have they gotten things that like baby showers, and then their kid is born bigger than the clothes that they were given. Oh, and that happens right. sometimes too. Yeah. And they're just like, um, well, he's a 14 pounder. This isn't going to fit any of these babies <laughs> or whatever. Not 14 pounder, probably like a 10, 10 pounder or something like a big baby. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's the ones that can wear the same clothes for like a year and a half to two years. And then you really look out. Yeah. And then the other option, the other thing I have to ask this, cause I was talking with someone about this recently. I don't know how we got on the topic of disposable or reusable diapers. But there's no, the thanks. cloth diapers, and I, I'm pretty yeah. sure, I don't have a great memory of when I was pooping my pants as a kid, but I'm pretty sure my parents had the cloth diapers, because, and it Me saves too. money, but I was like, we had one washer and dryer, yeah. and that's what I go back to every time. <laughs> Not gross as me. I still wear them. They're, they're awesome. You, I still wear the cloth <laughs> no, no. They're more comfortable than underwear. <laughs> But, but the, well, I mean, that's, uh, it seems like the right choice to just throw things out and, and spend a few thousand dollars versus, or I was like a separate washer and dryer in the garage or something that's for just the diapers. And then you, it's an old one you got on like a used surplus thing. And then you throw that out after two. Oh man. Well, you can disinfect, um, 
like uh yeah that's true machines. you just bleach it but it still grossed me out and i think like it wasn't sure it was a thing where the parents are like oh we're gonna save thousands of dollars which is the right move also sometimes too yeah but every time I've seen a dirty diaper from like my nieces and nephews and stuff, now I'm like, I am so glad these blowouts. are throw. They had blowouts. I'm so <laughs> glad that people throw these things out now. Yeah. Um, and the other thing too yeah. is like, I was talking to a friend last night, and I've had a couple days in a row of like catching up with old friends for like a few hours, and it's been awesome. So I'm like, just people I haven't talked to in a minute and getting like a long, you know, long catch up conversations. Um, and the they were like you know they're like you're never ready because a few of them have had most of them have had kids in the last year or two and i was like you know some people are waiting until they're ready and he's like you're never ready <laughs> you're never ready to have a kid but you're like you but told. you jump into it and you're like you you think you're ready yeah. and then there's things you learn and then by the second kid parents are like we're ready then they're still not ready yeah um like knowing that this is your first obviously but like um do you did you ever want more than one kid? Like, is that something you guys have talked about? It's it's a thought that keeps yeah. coming up, but um, uh, one at a time. We're playing it by ear. Yeah, one, one at a time. It's good not to plan ahead. <laughs> let's, not, of them. let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. yeah. So one of one of my friends, her sister and her are ten months apart. Irish twins in age. So the the mom, yeah. uh, they're like, well, my mom was like back back in action right after and then i was born nine months later my sister was born 10 months later so that, and that's um some people are like hey let's have all the kids be really close in age but also i do feel and i don't i do equate kids to pets but not in a way that they're not a person i'm going to clarify this real quick because i think of like when i was walking one dog very relaxing you're walking your dog disrespectful yeah you're, you're it's not disrespectful. no no so like to me my dog was my child because i didn't have kids so i'm just saying when sure. i had two or three dogs at one point there were three dogs on leashes and you're walking very stressful <laughs> like the my cousin has four kids pulling in all directions kids running around oh, crying. Yeah, sure. one's always angry um and they're they love them all they're great <laughs> one's always angry at the others for the leaving angry them kid out. yeah yeah um, but when I had one dog and I had two, they're pulling me in different directions. My stress level was a little higher. One was like, oh, this is, this is, I got this walk in the park. So I think it's good that people don't start like my cousin, my other cousin had two sets of twins. Wow. <laughs> and oh so they God. start with twins Gosh. and then they're like, okay, well, we'll have maybe have one more. And then they had another set of twins and four, twins like, again. well, yeah, we have this stroller that has the two, the double stroller. We got everything set. So it actually oh, worked wow. out. But after that, they're like, that's it. <laughs> like, we are done. Because yeah. they're like, we can't afford two more twins and have six kids. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I think it's good to start with one or two if they happen to be twins. Some people are lucky and we'll get have, triplets right off the bat. And we have our dog. So that's, you know. Yeah, dogs like cute. family yeah. too. Yeah. To me, pets are family. Yeah. I know it's not on the same level as humans. Like, if the if the, the the dog and the baby were in the street, I'm saving the baby every time. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's be fair. If someone saves the dog over a person, then someone's like, I've heard people say they'd rather save their dog than someone else who, that they didn't know. And I was like, I feel like a human mm -hmm. life is above an animal all the time still, even though you have an attachment to an animal. Like, you still try to save the human. But I'm not judging either, because who knows who that who that yeah. human yeah. i feel like i also feel like dogs are more resilient like i i've mm -hmm. unfortunately seen dogs get hit and like live. multiple dogs get hit by cars yeah yeah and like 
act like it's nothing. Yeah, Naf's sister you know? ran over their own dog backing out of the driveway once. <laughs> she is tumbled. <laughs> Her name was Lucy. She did live through that experience, but she had a really messed up eye afterwards. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and so when we got Icy, she was named after Icy Hot, the stuff you uh, put on muscles to relax them and stuff. So she would yeah. lick the eye of Lucy, the dog that had a bad eye the glazed eye but it yeah. actually made lucy's eye better glazed. so it was glazed because of the accident she kind of was going blind too she was old but after that accident and getting hit her eye was never the, the same she had one eye kind of looking never off a little same. bit <laughs> just like staring off a little bit to the right or something yeah and i have a picture of her on my on my uh facebook memories that pops up and i'm like oh lucy she's sitting there looking up and a little little over with one glazed eye she was she was cute but but yeah, getting ran over by a car and hearing a thud and then the dog lives. That's impressive. I can't say the same for I owners. remember it was, yeah, I don't even need to describe that. Never mind. No, no, no. Yeah. Do it. It's okay. We'll, we'll cut around it. I think this is like a a horrible memory of a, seeing a cat get hit by a car. And I remember it looked at our car in a way where it's like are you kidding me the, and then it died the cat looked at you after it got hit <laughs> oh totally it was a full like screech and and stare we didn't hit the car the cat mm -hmm. but the car in front of us did and it had this yeah. moment of clarity just like what just yeah yeah <laughs> totally. yeah i mean i but i yeah I, I hate that's the thing i like i wish nothing had to die that would be great if everything could like get hit and bounce off things like in the cartoons and roadrunner right. and um <laughs> Wiley Coyote, yeah. that'd be awesome. And that show's super violent. But the fact that they don't die makes it feel okay that they're hitting each other and stuff. Yeah. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a stuntman for sure because everything I did, I could totally live. Mm -hmm. um, Which you did. I I fell out of a moving car. My mom ran my foot over. You and, fell um, out of a, how fast? Totally was the car fine. Moving? Maybe like ten miles an hour, pulling into a. a a laundromat to do our laundry and you jumped out and i i, I was like Ooh, i'm ready to go and i had my door <laughs> cracked you know and I, i'm only in it to like find quarters and stuff underneath the washers and dryers yeah um but my sister and i we had like a shoving match and between us was the laundry and i shoved her and then um as we we're pulling in she shoved the laundry into me and i fell out the car yeah. and i remember um she ran over my whole foot, but totally it was quick. didn't get phased. And I crawled up to the window, and I was like, Mom, you ran me over. And I was like crying. <laughs> and she just starts laughing because I was normally kind of a jokester. And, and the tire yeah. went she over thought... so quick, your foot was fine. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. Because like, otherwise, you'd be like, you ran me over, and my whole foot is crushed. Look at my foot. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And the days of laundromats—it's fun story, times. But... You sit there and read yeah. read some comics or do something, and it was like you had to entertain yourself. I was driving uh, yesterday, and a minivan was driving by, and I see like the screen in the back with like a movie playing for the kids. And um, there's this like everyone is like into distraction now. Not everyone, a lot of people. Like few uh, some families I know, the kids will just sit in the back and have a conversation or quietly and look out at, at the scenery like we did as kids. And then other families are like, Mom, DVD now. They get in instantly. They're like, I want to well, totally. we watch 
Cinderella or something, you know, just like yelling these things out. And then we're, I'm having Netflix a conversation. Password. This is my, my cousin in Idaho, and I can, I'm not putting them on blast because the kids just want to watch. It's the four kid family. They want to watch something, you know. So instantly I'm, I'm having to, trying to have a conversation with my cousin. We're talking, saying one or two words each. And then the kids keep interrupting me like, Mom, DVD, DVD, Mom, DVD. And each one is like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay this isn't there's no intention span to like just enjoy the scenery for a minute yeah and i think we lose out on some of the like the thought moments of thought that people we keep ourselves distracted so we don't have to be a sit in silence maybe nowadays more yeah. which silence can but i also good. feel like there was always an element to it like like generations before us had the newspaper like how heavily that was relied on yeah, um, but not well. Driving. Where like it was quiet hour because people were reading <laughs> yeah, the point. newspaper or reading a book or yes, yeah. Whatever. Well, that's kind of like to me that's like uh, more intentional because you're not jumping all over the place. Like the phones, you're just doing whatever and sitting there for hours. The book or newspaper, you read that story, you're done, or that chapter, or those things. And the new yeah, there's no more scroll. Yeah, the new <laughs> yeah. stuff is just like it yeah. takes you anywhere. And like the hours can just go on and on, but I don't see a lot of people driving and reading the newspaper, but I see a lot of people texting and driving or, or sitting like the yeah. couples are in the car and they're both looking down at their phone at a light and then people are honking and they're like, Oh, I guess I should get yeah. back to reality <laughs> and stuff. So I guess I'm having a bit of a delusion with the way things currently are and wishing things were a little simpler. Now I'm noticing this more and more where I'm like, Oh, this is like, a, a doctor's office no one's saying hi to anyone no one's doing anything everyone instantly like if you have a moment you grab your phone you know which is okay but it's it's just like it, for kids i think it's super important to like have have an imagination and be creative I and if you're yeah. not like getting that chance to not always be distracted you may not develop some of those skills maybe like us adults are fine we can stay distracted we don't need personal <laughs> time but kids the developing brain is what I'm talking about. Like Dolly right now is a little distracted, but she was. I was looking, looking at, at my phone. <laughs> she was looking at. I was phone. for yes. sure looking at my phone. <laughs> yes, I could tell. Yeah. But you were probably um, bringing up something really good to tell us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. <laughs> we're, we're, we're waiting. <laughs> yeah. What was the question? Okay. No. See, this is what I'm um, talking about. <laughs> yeah. No, you're bringing you, whatever just, you were looking at. You were about to tell us. Oh, I can. It's not that big of a deal. Um, Michaela Butler sent me an image. Oh, um, very nice. I don't know if yeah. you know Michaela. She sent me Ryan, a screenshot. She... Yeah, sorry, Ryan. You don't know who Michaela is. Thelma and Louise. Mm -hmm. No, different yeah. Michaela. No, no, no. This is a different. Sorry, this it's is so a different confusing. Thelma. Yeah, um, she sent me a screenshot of her calendar where she has West Side Story marked um, up on being available on Disney Plus. Oh, so nice. I liked it. Awesome. Very yeah. nice. That's awesome. That was a great movie. We did a whole review of, of uh, West Side Story, the old and the new one, which was a lot of fun. So yeah. we, I didn't know that. And I kind of want to see it again the in the theater. Good. The new one? So yeah, we, we've reviewed it on here and we gave away everything about it. So if you haven't seen it, Ryan, don't listen to that episode because you'll get the whole thing. You've seen the old <laughs> okay. one, right? Have you seen the old yes. one? Yeah. So it, it's pretty similar, but it's just different also. But I mean, if you're hoping a different ending happens like I was, 
<laughs> and I, for me, I can't handle the sadness. I can't watch something multiple times if I know it's like really sad. So like I watched it the one and I think that's my last time ever to, to watch it, even though the music's great. But I'm like, if it doesn't end happy, I can't bring myself through that whole process again because it's so sad. But it's, it's great at the same time. Yeah. But that's just no, me. I can do it. I can sit through it. I know. Well, you. I mean, you love, I love musicals it. too. Like, and you don't mind the sad, the sad endings either. Some people love yeah, the non quote unquote Hollywood endings a lot. So. Yeah. And and most I think people... you two watch more movies than I do. I think. Well, it, so the Holly, the quote unquote Hollywood ending would be where just everything resolves and it's like a positive ending for the yeah. for the protagonist. They write off into the sunset mm-hmm. and everything is good and right in the world. Mm-hmm. And there's a movie I never saw called Shane where they where the lead character Shane, a cowboy movie, rides off into the sunset at the end and he's slumped over on his horse. And so the the this was talked about in some other thing that I remember hearing about and they're like is he dead is he not dead and so like it kind of leaves you guessing but he is riding off into the sunset but it could be a sad huh. ending but it's also open and I don't mind those but when it's literal like the pro the antagonist has won and the 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 one you care about is gone I'm like well this is more like reality sometimes but I I wanted <laughs> I was trying to escape reality that's why I came here. <laughs> to this yeah. to this theater so that's the thing i think i like the standard like lovey-dovey ending where everything works out if the couple gets divorced and the whole time they were trying to stay together and the ending's the divorce and like why did i waste two hours <laughs> there's a, a disney movie that came out um as it it's an animation flick i think it's called soul that's or, so good yeah yes that dude incredible that's an amazing yeah. movie i yeah. just saw that recently yeah yeah, and it's yeah. A, I'd watch that over and over. Mm-hmm. I could well, and that one. <laughs> yeah. So, because I don't, we won't give anything away about it. But that one is like it has elements of sad and and feel good in it. And I feel like mm-hmm. if if there's a blend and it doesn't just drop you drop me off a cliff at the last second, I love Flat, that. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes the director does that on purpose. Sometimes the movies are just like you know what, this isn't going to be a standard <laughs> standard ending. <laughs> and if a show does it, it's a cliffhanger. But if it's a movie, you better have a sequel for me another one is uh Encanto I, I only saw clips of it I'm like that is a beautiful film. Encanto it's, it's really a, good it's an, I haven't seen that who's in it Disney oh, no. it, it's another know. animated piece it's um, oh, oh the, na- the music you, yeah, was the, written the by uh, notice, yeah. yeah Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote oh, the music okay. for it yeah yeah Coco was really cool so too good. I really like Coco so I and I probably I don't watch a lot of animation on my own but when I'm watching with like Same. nieces and nephews, I end up watching it. But Soul, I think I watched with all adults. You know? And Boss Baby yeah. was a bad choice with all adults because it is more of a kid's movie. But we watched it, and then I was liking it, and then the other adults I was watching it with started kind of slamming it, like being like it was dumb. And then I plot. Then, you know when someone else starts to like make fun of something that you're kind of into for a minute, and you're like, right. and then you kind of start to see their perspective, and then you lose the, that like oh this is pretty good feeling yeah, totally yeah. experience mm-hmm. yeah like I, I don't want to ruin this for any of the listeners but I heard the Matrix the new one wasn't that no great. okay I disagree I disagree <laughs> it, I thought it was actually fight, great fight fight so yeah, yeah. here so I was talking with a friend about this the other day and we weren't fighting um, it was we were talking about the different <laughs> matrices but the first one yeah the first one was like 
really good plot, action-y, and this and that. Yeah. Second two, less plot, more action-y. So the complaints off the reviews of the second and third is they wanted more plot. So they were complaining I about see. more plot. So then they come back around and give you more plot, less action on the fourth one, but it's also like this philosophical idea that like kind of ties like in a way of thinking to the universe and how life is and everything. It's like deep. And they go more thought and they're like, we want more action. So it's like you, you never please everyone. But it was like slightly less action or a lot less action than like two and three. But it was it was really good. It was I mean, different. Yeah. But I but also people could hate it. That's the thing. And most of the most time there's a review of something. I don't listen to the critics and I'm like, I love that movie. And they like broke it apart like Pearl Harbor, one of my favorite movies. People killed that movie <laughs> on the on the reviews. Like this movie was way too long. Could have been about an hour and a half, and it's like three hours. I'm like, but it was so good because I just like that era. So yeah. never trust the reviewers, but also you got You'll you'll know yourself. Usually, if the reviews say it's bad, I'm gonna like it. <laughs> As it's most of my mo favorite movies did not critically do well at the theater because they're comedies, <laughs> but. One of them that you should check out, Holmes and Watson, with Will Ferrell and uh, John C. Riley, and it it's the problem. The only thing why I think people didn't like it is because Holmes is supposed to be really smart, and Will Ferrell always plays an idiot. So Holmes and Watson, <laughs> their style was like Sherlock Holmes is really dumb, and he and and Watson is like his idiot sidekick, and so. That, that premise doesn't really sit well with people that like Holmes and Watson. So the reviews were like terrible. And I hadn't listened to any of that. I was about to go see it. And then a friend was like, oh, I heard it, it stunk. It was terrible. And I was like, no, don't tell me that. And I went to the theater with that mindset. And I was watching. I was like, oh, this isn't quite as funny as I thought it was. And then I was like, man, what a dud. And then I watched it later, and I really liked it. So it's like you just... Whatever, when someone skews it, sometimes it does kind of take take things out for you. There's a few movies that you've dropped on me. I'm gonna have to check out. Yeah, well, um, I would. This week. Well, I'm curious what what some of your favorite movies are then, because that'll give me a gauge on what to tell you. Because you may not like Holmes and Watson. It might not be your style. Oh no. Oh no. It doesn't have to be new. Like if you had like one, that you're like, I really like this years ago or something. Honestly, I I. I don't know if I have a favorite. I think back in the day, I would say Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. But oh, yeah. It's not. Well, that is a good it's one. It's not <laughs> a favorite. Yeah. It, but it's I mean, not. A, okay. It's yeah. It's tough. Sometimes it's tough to be as definitive as like, this is my one movie. But like, mm -hmm. maybe one of your top five. I think uh, I just realized it, it was the the war. And I think that's with mm. um, Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. Yeah, totally. I love that movie. <laughs> I feel like I saw previews, and I actually don't know if I saw that. But it's like a drama, oh, right? It. Yeah, yeah. I, it's sad. Yeah, but it ends on a happy note. I do like I do like dramas. I like action, yeah. drama, and comedy. So. I, I honestly felt like those kids, the way that they grew up, same thing. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a father in the household, and it's like single mother. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Nice. The war. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and check that out. And Elijah Wood's a kid in it. Right. He is. Yeah. So, and really. if you would have told that young Elijah Wood you're going to be the star of that famous J.R.R. Tolkien book, he would have, his mind would have been blown, probably. Well, yeah. he was a kid in uh, Back to the Future too. 
He's no at the way, really. Yeah, he's at the um, cafe, eighties cafe, playing the uh, the arcade game. Oh, that's amazing! Um, I gotta check that, that out. I lo- and I like those. Michael Jackson's the uh, the like um, the Music. waiter. Wait, Michael Jackson <laughs> oh, is right. like in through Back a TV. Future. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like um, a cartoon. Michael Jackson in a TV. Well, and he, he takes, takes your orders order at the table. Yeah. All the Back to Future sequels God, and stuff. Like, those are all good. Mm-hmm. There wasn't yeah. a bad one. The Western well, one was Well, I don't like the third cool. one. I don't oh, like the third that's one. That's what I was just going to say. I liked it. But that's fine. Yeah. We don't have to agree. Um, yeah. Did you not we like it because they had horses? That's exactly <laughs> that's, why. that's why I did That's didn't the only like reason why. <laughs> I was like, what are these giant animals that are ruining the environment <laughs> yeah. with their poop? Yeah. No, just um, by the third one, it's like, oh, it's the exact same movie, just in a west, like, in a western backdrop. Yeah, they still had to you like know? time travel somehow, but but they in the first no, ones, like they the plot's savings. the same. Hmm. I saw it differently because I was thinking of just the western part, but he's not marrying his mom in the third one, right? <laughs> right. Like Doc has a girlfriend, and then the girlfriend almost goes off train tracks. But yeah, it's like there's, but it has like these, oh, the plot points are like kind of boom, 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 boom. Yeah. 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 They like should he do still runs into Biff. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Good old Biff. Yeah. And that Dude. guy has done some other stuff too. Biff in the second one is so hot. Or in the first one. Oh, when he <laughs> was so in hot the 50s? in the first one. When he's in the fifties. Yeah. 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 When he, yeah. Like, Shut up, Grandma. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I good. think when it gets like sad is when he's like the old investment guy, or he's like the 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 second movie when he's like he's like in the he's I don't know. He's, he's basically like, Trump. Yeah, basically. Yeah. 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 That's what it was, and then he's like looking like kind of angry and just like blotchy face and all this stuff. And yeah. Then there, but I I still like. I always thought it's so cool how they're like seeing what they could bet on to win money and go back in time and be like, yep, you're going to put some money on these guys. Like, it's like yeah, that would fix all the sports problems. Sports Almanac. Yeah. Sports yeah. Almanac. Stuff. It's such, right. it, there's, it's a great series. It's kind of like, yeah. I, and I haven't seen any of these, but could, would you equate the third Back to the Future to the third Godfather? Or is it better? Because you, you told me you didn't Whoa. think the third one was up on to par with the first two. The third one is trash. And most yeah, people say Except that. for like a monologue that, um, uh, what is his name? Al Pacino has. Mm. He has a monologue in the kitchen that's really good. Yeah. Um, but the, the rest of the movie is kind of really bad. So actually, third, um, back third, the, the third Back to the Future is probably better than the third Godfather. Yeah. I don't know. That's so <laughs> They're hard. Trash to you. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, no. I'm just yeah. I'm about to watch the Godfather series and never have seen them yet. Oh, so. great! Because I want to watch yeah. the Shiloh Ladoof La uh, movie, Shiloh LaBeouf movie, where it's Which like one? the making of the Godfather. Isn't that him? Really? Is he not in that? Who's the person in that? Who's like make? It's like the making of the Godfather movies. It's a new one that's coming out. Oh. Um, No, it's not Shia LaBeouf. It's um, that kid from Whiplash. Yes. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. 
I forget his name, but he was also he's been in a couple other movies. But yeah, they have a they have a basically behind the scenes of how the Godfather was made, but it's like a movie and it looks so cool. But if I haven't seen the original Godfather yet, I'm not going to get any of the references. So I have to watch the Godfather series. Either. I'm probably yeah. going to watch one tonight just so I can like Miles Teller. Mhm. Yeah, and he was in a movie oh, um, called 21. I think it's called 21 or something. It was shot in Seattle. My friend Mitch was in that movie. Over 21. Over 21. Yeah. He's so there's a there's a drunk or, tank scene where they go they get thrown in jail and my friend Mitch is fighting this bigger guy and they're like in there fighting for like 5 minutes and it keeps cutting to them <laughs> like fighting and he was an extra in that movie when they were in Seattle. He didn't shock him. Uh, but over 21. It's called it's called 21 and over. So we almost had it. Words are hard, dude. Twenty-one <laughs> and over. Check it out. It was, but it was done on the yeah. UW campus and stuff. And it's like yeah. a, another like a party teen movie, done like way mm-hmm. after the ones from the '90s. You know, like she's all that and all those ones. Um, so, and they have a new one called He's All That, and I was like, I'm not watching oh, that. No. <laughs> you can't take yeah. that and spin yeah. that on me and have the guy up front smiling. I was like, I don't want to see that. Put the She's All That back in there. But that's just me. I mean, I bet another audience would love that he's all that. So it's like there's no new ideas because everything is like done again as time goes on. Yeah. I think the best like party movie that's come out in the last maybe like 15 years is um, Project X. Mm. Did you guys ever watch that? It's like these like... um, quote-unquote nerdy kids who um one of their like parents is out of town and they have this big house um so word gets out and they throw like this rager and like a Mm -hmm. car ends up in the pool and the pool sinks and then they're like it's like everyone's like rolling on molly and insane and there's helicopter it's just it's a really mm-hmm. good party movie, like insane. Yeah. Okay, yeah. like it's it just so gets good. further and further along, and you're like, "How did he get here?" And for yeah. those, um, Molly is just a friend of them, obviously. For those yeah. that don't know what yes. that is, because for the kids listening, you know, they're just hanging out with their friend Molly, mm-hmm. and it's a crazy time, you know. Yeah, yeah. So good old yeah, Molly. Yeah. She knows how to party. I was gonna make it. I had a t-shirt company idea with a friend a few years ago, and we were gonna put like "I heart Molly," but it was gonna be a picture of Molly Ringwald. And, and it's not because that's my <laughs> lifestyle at all. It's just because I was like, this shirt would sell on eBay a lot. <laughs> not to go yeah. back to eBay, but I think like you could yeah. get an iHeart and it shows Molly Ringwald's face, and I bet you'd sell a ton of those at festivals. So someone else is going to do it now because I just said it. Yeah, now, yeah, exactly. But at least I wasn't the one that made the money, right? High five, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd gone to a rave. Like in my, in my twenties. What about, is that like, would you go to like a silent disco and feel like that could count? No, no, I don't think so. No. No. Well, here's the thing. Cause I I feel like I need a feel base, you Mm -hmm. know? Oh yeah. So you want you want to feel the compression and have it hit your arms and rumble and stuff. Yeah. And that's, I think it's most of the ones I've seen. It's like, well, it's hard to watch. Like if you watch a video, I watched Dead Mouse on Netflix or no, maybe it was Netflix. He had a concert on there at one time, but it's like yeah. an hour and a half of the same thing. 
and like watching it and listening on like speakers that aren't like a big sound system it to me i'm like there's nothing changing what about the metaverse with your vr headset we talked about the metaverse a couple weeks ago it kind of a few weeks ago and it it like that's the thing i'm like i kind of don't want to get too i i want to stay out of the metaverse yeah i I don't even want to like sign up once because i already feel like if there's a chance that because people are like you're living in a simulation currently and i'm like what's your definition of a simulation that's right if there's a master creator that built this then yeah you're in a simulation of sorts right but um right. you could still believe in like creation and you're in a simulation <laughs> so i was like if you're spending all of your time soon out living outside of the current simulation to live within another simulation how boring is that to watch if someone was watching it because like it's like watching a TV show where the people are on their phones, and you don't see that in TV shows, you know. So no. I already, I, I already also, feel like it's weird. Um, I also hate the trend now in, or at least trend within the last like ten years of people sending texts in movies or TV shows. And yes. then uh, us seeing it as an audience, like yeah. either oh, we like we either like see up. the screen, or it's a it's a, like a blurb, like floating on the screen. I hate it. Yeah, I hate like, it why so don't, much. Why not pick too. up a phone or it's make such a, a crutch, or be on your phone and say a phone call? Thing. They're like, oh, it's so cool. You can see what they're typing. I was like, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. want to be on a device. Like, just show me what's gonna happen. I want I want something to feel like it's classic. Yeah, because like unless it's like a era movie or TV show, mm-hmm. you don't need to have modern gadgets shown. Well, even you know? then, like you'd have a flip phone, but you don't have to show the screen, you know. Right. Like if it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't hold me to this, but I think a series that just came out was called Made on Netflix, mm-hmm. and I think they pulled it off. Doing really? text on screen, like but it was just you like like you enjoyed nice what you were watching face. while it was happening, and you weren't upset. Yeah, yeah, I, it made sense I, in that case. But yeah, for you, I know what you're talking about with the bubbles that pop up, and they I even have the sound. That's effects. the thing yeah. I don't like when yeah. you see it separate because that's not reality. I've seen like in movies where it's over some someone's phone, and you that's see cool. the screen, and they're like on my way or something like that, and you see you see the screen, so it feels like you're over their shoulder, but when they pop up a bubble, they've taken me out of the re- how it would actually be, and that's, I think, <laughs> yeah, what gets to me. But it doesn't, like, yeah. it's not a huge pet peeve, but I do want anything that I'd film or be involved to make to not have a date on it. So if there's a pager or, or like, certain right. things, it, it takes away from, like, if you can avoid having to use any form of something that's going to disappear or change in a few years and something that's maybe like just stick to like dialogue and stuff that would that's the cooler way to me and most new shows everyone's on their cell phones talking but the, that's why yeah. i'm watching the old stuff because they pick up an old phone it's like, and they're like hello and i was like <laughs> i love that i want i just want to get a bunch of old phones and have everyone talk on old phones and shows yeah be so cool tell your your um your portraits do that to take it back to photography but you you capture really cool moments that don't really have a date i agree oh thank you that's cool yeah thanks as an artist yeah yeah. like you you get a moment of of people and uh the black and whites are so cool so yeah and we haven't had as many opportunities in the last couple years to get out and do stuff so you've had less chance to do those portraits and stuff but but they're all super cool yeah thanks yeah i have I have like three roles that are ready to get uh, processed and developed. And then 
I have a roll in my um, 35 millimeter and a roll in my um, medium format that are like both halfway shot through. So I'm just like, I mm. just need to go keep shooting and yeah. send the rest and whether, of them out. Whether but. people are in them, you get like a seagull down on the pier or something or different, mm-hmm. different things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just need to get, yeah, I love, I think film photography looks so cool and I just haven't taken the time to have the patience to do it and then take something in. But I'm always worried I'm just not going to like, I'm going to do it all wrong and nothing turns out, but I guess that's how you learn. You take it and then all of a sudden you're Mm -hmm. like, oh, a lot of these did turn out or something. There's a lot of homeless here in Portland and um, Mm -hmm. I took this film camera and I pulled up next to this RV and it was just thrashed. It was disgusting looking. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was going to take a picture of the door with the film camera and I was focused, I was ready to take it and then out of the blue someone put the finger up in the window oh the middle and finger, i just yeah. snapped the photo i'm like yes that was awesome because he's probably like <laughs> in, a, in a way it's kind of dorky but that's actually um, amazing <laughs> yeah yeah and on the door it said uh danger stay out fourteen thousand volts and stuff like it looks so cool. he has a taser yeah but that, he probably had a taser in there. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, like four or five totally. tasers on the door <laughs> and we're in yeah. forty thousand volts and he's holding them all hands and he hits this one finger on accident <laughs> <laughs> he, he has a you said they're shaped like pencils he has them like like in but between if it was a digital finger. photo, mm-hmm. I, I would have had it. But the film—that's one of the ones I lost. Oh, and I was like, oh. You did, yeah, but I know. That's it makes sh- it so much more worth it when you when you get those moments get that would turn out. That's yeah. why I like shooting like actual like Super Eight and film stuff is because like when it turns out, you're like, okay, I didn't screw up, and this did turn out cool. <laughs> but it's not as yeah. it's not as clean as digital. But it's like there's an element of life to it that's so cool. Totally. So, but that's yeah. amazing that you caught that moment. So. <laughs> it's it's hard. I it's mean, here, I feel yeah. weird around because in in LA when I was on a video shoot, we like went down Skid Row, and I say Skid Row because it's not normally that. It was like Studio City, but it was like two miles of like RVs and every and like cars and rundown stuff and just piles of trash on like the piles of trash on like the um, crosswalk or where people are like crossing sidewalks. the street where you That's where you wait right, yeah. to cross oh. the street sidewalks. That's what it is. It's a sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but it's like there's people walking around and I was like I don't want to snap any pictures because I feel really weird about it but like sometimes I, I did snap a couple out the window but my friend's car was like a nice R, uh, like RV or no nice RV we were driving an RV down to park it um, it was a nice SUV and I was like man I feel like un, I feel weird because I'm sitting in this thing and we're going to the shoot and we're staying somewhere nice <laughs> And these yeah, people have a weird like this this dichotomy and the switch true. of the two things is crazy. So I didn't I didn't want to make eye contact with anyone, you know. Yeah. And like uh, I can't help you. I'm so sorry, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's just it's a crazy world. And Portland and Seattle have have a lot of. Um, and I think I don't know if Portland's a sanctuary city. Seattle is, um, just by definition. So meaning like people can come and have be safe and have asylum and not be like kicked out basically right asylum that's what that means i'm not sure so it's, it's something but seattle has that and so that's why like there's people that have come here that other cities wouldn't have them so that's why the the population's grown and they're figuring out ways they do have a tiny house village which i think is really cool um, portland's really polite and they have an uh, yeah uh, interesting due process system where they have to flag a site for two weeks mm-hmm. and have them be aware and then they'll come clean it it sounds yeah. like seattle actually too because there was some that gave warnings like hey we're coming through and we're cleaning things up 
by the way or you have till this date or something but i do yeah. think that they are making strides to like the tiny house village stuff is cool because they're like hey they're not like big but you have a bed and you have a space and they they can't do that for everyone but it, it's still like there's there's an attempt to like kind of help people out which i think during the right. winter is like super good one idea i had was you know those like moving pods u-haul mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. maybe a company yeah it's a you'll see those in nice neighborhoods and it's like a nice family that's moving yeah. some stuff out yeah, yeah. But i always thought like it'd be cool if a neighborhood sponsored a homeless person a houseless person mm-hmm. um in one of these that was like outfitted with insulated walls and then they would have meals and everything and then that pod would move Hmm. to different areas that would be Uh, cool and then different neighborhoods like hey we'll make a meal this night and we do this and then you'd have it maybe on wheels that it could be like moved to different places and then totally so it's kind of like what churches do in groups that uh, outreach groups that like try to help people out but it's like a mobile thing that's like hey they're coming to your neighborhood would you be willing to do this and they're like sure i could make an extra integrate into a community that is cool yeah i haven't Mm -hmm. actually heard anyone say that before and i think that's a cool little twist on like people because some people get really um and we don't talk about i mean not that we don't talk about things that are serious but we do but uh on things that are hot topics i try not uh, we we never have like a definitive like angry answer to get someone else upset be like well i believe this and i believe this so i think yeah. on this topic like some people would be really upset with the idea of like you're going to bring someone into my neighborhood but i mean that's that's on them if they want to be upset but i mean you get people that are interested in helping and then you probably create some like positivity mm-hmm. through that which is cool we're all about positivity and good vibes that's right yep yeah. so but um yeah we may um uh, we didn't say your full name normally we say the middle name of the of the guest so guest. to end this episode we should guess your middle name real quick oh i love it um okay. yeah and I have I have one Hold that I'm on. probably probably sure is totally wrong, but I think it just could be cool to say. So I want to try it, and you tell me if we're close. Dolly and I will try to say it at the same time. And the thing about being remote, <laughs> like we are on this oh, one, gosh. is that the timing is not exact on our internet stuff. So we, our voices might be out of sync, but we'll do our best. So you let me know when okay. you're ready, Dolly. All right. Um, I'm ready. Oh gosh. And your last name okay, is Tab. I have one. Not Tabe. Tab. Tab. Good. So I'm going to say this right. Okay. okay. Ready, Dolly? Let's go. One. Eric, you, you count down. Okay. I'll count down. One. Yeah. Or three. Three. Two. One. Two. <laughs> th- oh, wait. Three. Two. Yeah. One. Ryan. Ryan. Stefan. Anthony. Tab. tab. <laughs> You're both right. Oh. Uh, it's a two-part <laughs> middle name. Yeah, it's a double middle oh. name. like that lady. Yeah. yeah. Edward is uh, my middle name. That's a cool. Dude, that's that was cool gonna be name. my other guess. I almost went with See? that. See, that was gonna Dang. be my other guess too. No, just kidding. It really wasn't. I was going with Stefan. Dolly was probably <laughs> really the one was, who it really was. Yeah, so, I was like, is it Anthony or is it? Yeah. So our guest today has been Ryan, Stefan, Edward, Anthony, Anthony Tab. Tab. <laughs> just kidding. It's just Edward. <laughs> tab it's not just edward it's edward tab and thank you thank for you joining so much us for, for episode 55 yeah. Ryan, thank you so much we're 55 years old if each episode was a year um yeah and we'll we'll see you next week thanks for joining us bye y'all bye everyone see you